0: Set the you. Set scale then you.
1: That's right there. That's <laughs> Welcome to the 222 Paranormal Podcast. In Ann Arbor, Michigan, in front of a live studio audience. <laughs>
2: yeah. That is a sexy studio audience, yes. let me tell you. And the
1: audience is the band that you just heard playing. Yes. Dead in five.
2: You can see them live in Michigan.
1: Welcome tomorrow to night
2: show. I know, I'm so excited.
1: But by the time they hear this, it won't be tomorrow night.
2: Well, they can go to the next show. Yeah. <laughs> If you love the music we play for our intro, please check out Dead and 5 on their Facebook and deadandfive.com.
1: Yeah. So we have a special guest <laughs> so in the hotel today. Whee! We're in a conference center right now waiting for a Bigfoot conference to happen. Stacy X is with us. Welcome Hi. to the show. Hi.
0: I'm really excited. We've been talking about this for at least I two know. years. Yeah. It's
2: many years in the making, right? But no super happy to have you on the show we're so excited to hear your
0: story <laughs> i'm excited before we started i texted XE.
2: And I was like, hey,
0: I'm going to be on a podcast (laughs) with Toledo Joe and Toledo (laughs) Jen.
2: She's so amazing. She is amazing. I can't wait to have her back on the show. I love her. Yes, she is. She's just
0: a nice, nice person.
2: You know, we do hundreds of conventions, and we've met thousands of people. And she's one of those, like, top ten, like, super genuine, super kind, like, always has a smile on her face type people, which we love, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. So great. So great. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, we're really excited because she has really awesome paranormal (laughs) stories.
0: Well, so I have those paranormal stories that I feel like are not that interesting. But so for a long time, I didn't want to do the podcast because I was like, my stories are not that interesting. (laughs) But then Dana was like, no, you have to do it. It's so interesting. I'm like, I don't really know if they're that good. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I'm not to start oh. out with like a bummer and m- like make the audience abandon before we even start. <laughs> but like, I you know there maybe because I just feel like, and we agreed at the beginning of this that we would talk about my experiences being raised in a Pentecostal Christian evangelical church. Mm-hmm. So maybe if that's like my background, like I'm starting out as a kid like in this extreme environment, mm-hmm. that now as like a 40 year old adult, I'm kind of like. Eh. It's yeah. not that cool. It's not <laughs> that interesting.
2: Like we were raised Catholic, so I don't really know what that religion is about. Can you just oh. give us like the background of what like what they, their belief system is, and and just maybe a little bit about your experience with it?
0: Sure. So I'll try to be fair to them. Okay. Um, using, like, maturity and <laughs> and non-judgment. Hey, after- it's our podcast. You can do whatever <laughs> you yeah, want. you <laughs> want. You're, yeah. you're
2: anonymous. It's well, right? cool. <laughs> but,
0: but I try to be, like, you know, now knowing Impartial. what I know yeah. and, like, the path that I try to be on, like, appreciating people for, like, where they are mm-hmm. and what is real to them. Because, right. like, likewise, many people in my current circle would be, like, why are you at a Bigfoot conference?
2: Right, yeah, <laughs> right. I get it, and I tell I'm it. like,
0: this is so normal, why wouldn't I be at a Bigfoot yeah. conference? Yeah. why not, like even before my, um, so my boyfriend who's a CPA, who's like a very paranormal very person, he was like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, well, I'm going to go be on this podcast with Toledo Joe <laughs> about paranormal stuff, and it's at a Bigfoot conference, and he's like, you know I'm a CPA, right? <laughs> yeah, and? And? <laughs> You CPAs can't believe in Bigfoot? What if Bigfoot has a bank account? Right. So to me, this is all just like, well, of course I am. Why wouldn't I be doing that? So, okay, so Pentecostal, so so Christians, Catholics are Christians, Mm -hmm. and Protestants are Christians, and I don't know so much about Catholicism, but my current rabbit hole is the Jesuits. I'm very interested in the Jesuits right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I would assume that, like, similar, somewhat similar to Protestant Christianity, the Catholics have, like, several different, or at least two or three different types of Catholicism, Mm -hmm. right? So Protestants are sort of that way. You've got, like, Baptists, and you've got Evangelicals, and you've got Pentecostals, and Nazarenes, and Wesleyans, and Calvinists. Like, they're Mm -hmm. all Lutherans. They're all, like, this kind of, like, different brands of Christianity, and they all believe some of the same stuff, but... Then they have wildly and very controversial views from each other, mm-hmm. based on um, what their particular sect believes. So the Pentecostals, what the bone that I will throw them, and mm-hmm. it's been very interesting to watch my life come full circle back to this. Is that they are all about like the miracles, the energy, the healing, mm-hmm. the uh, possessions, the paranormal. Uh, the demonic activity very spiritual like very very spiritual people okay mm-hmm. um but with like a heavy dose of fear so they will scare the hell out of you okay and your whole life will be terrifying if you are a Pentecostal Christian except for the part of you that's like very excited about all of the miracles that can be performed
2: mm-hmm.
0: um so so when i say i want to be fair to them now coming full circle and i'm like well your mind's a quantum computer and you can do anything that your mind tells you to do and you can manifest everything and telepathy is real and all the stuff that like i'm currently talking to people about
2: Mm -hmm. it's
0: basically all the same thing that the pentecostals are saying but now i don't think it's nuts Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) now i don't think it's crazy it
2: sounds like it's like um a kind of like a yin and yang right like you are fear-based but you're you know you're in this like hopeful joyful um anxiety run in (laughs) right um religion. You know, right. I don't know anything about it. I really don't. And yeah, just it, be honest with you should, about that.
0: We should probably do a, a, another one about it cuz mm-hmm. it is pretty interesting. Like I the stuff I was telling Dana and James on the way here like yeah. you know, I'd go to Sunday school in the morning. We were at church all the time. Mm-hmm. And I'd go to Sunday school in the morning and I would hear the Sunday school teacher. I was a little kid, like really little, and you hear about Jesus casting out the demons out of this man yeah. and he is miraculously saved from these demons but mm-hmm. the demons are a legion there's 5,000 of them and they have to have a host so they're lo- they look anywhere for a host and mm-hmm. there happens to be a f- um not like a flock of pigs that's it's a group of uh-huh. pigs yeah. and they just go into this group of pigs possess the pigs the pigs go crazy they run off a cliff they drown in a lake oh great so that's like this very uplifting <laughs> story that i heard on sunday morning and then when i come back later First Sunday night church when it's like big church with the adults, mm-hmm. they send the kids out into the hallway because on Sunday nights they cast out the demons. Yeah. But if you go out into the hallway and stand by the drinking fountain, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I was going
2: to say, a, where did the demons go? <laughs> right, so they go down in the hall. So yeah. We're morning. going into the men's bathroom, <laughs>
0: right? And sometimes we and did down go the into the bathroom and like sit in the bathroom. Oh, But Lordy. yeah, it was like this terrifying experience, really mm-hmm. terrifying. But as an adult, and now like on the the path that I went down, I'm I see like this is all just energy mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. we're all talking about it kind of
2: Absolutely. in the same way but
0: in a different way
2: and
1: that's what the thing is you know like quantum quantum me- mechanics and that yeah. it all goes down to quarks and string theory and yes. strings they're I just vibrations stuff. of energy i found
0: my people and that's, Woo! What,
1: <laughs> and that's what we're all made of and right. that's like when yeah. uh, like etsy talks about vibrations and raising your vibrations right. and yeah. even um i forget her name they do Reiki over here. And that's sort of the same thing where they do Reiki. It's, it's energy healing. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're all pure energy. Mm-hmm. It's all pure What's energy. There? And it's real. And that's very terrifying to people. Um, wh- and there's probably a lot of reasons why people are really afraid of that. But, I mean, it, it's kind of fucked up if you realize that, like, yeah, you're in control of all of it. Yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. <laughs> people have been so conditioned to be fearful of mm-hmm. things. And it's like
0: listen we're
2: we're all going to the you know we're mm-hmm. all in, uh, heading towards the same thing death right. which where does our energy go from there there has to be i mean like all this energy and this energy mm-hmm. like, pff, mm-hmm. it's got to go somewhere else It can't and just t- stay here right <laughs> right
1: and you talk like jen says you know when we we're brought up in a fearful thing they're always saying fear god fear right. god he's gonna bring the wrath down on you know all that I'm like wait a minute Are you supposed to fear him or are you supposed to love him? Right. If
2: if God is love, why is there fear? Mm -hmm. It was
0: terrifying. There would be all of the, you know, like a couple times a year, they would do these big pageants and um, very big dramatic um musicals and it would all it would i think the name of it was called heaven's gates and hell's flames and by the end of that thing if you were not like (laughs) the next album cover
2: (laughs) 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 name of the next album for dead and five
0: bawling and like terrified and couldn't sleep that night like they had not done their job is that
2: a very male dominated religion so like are the women suppressed and the men no, are know better.
0: you know what's interesting about that is they're not. Really? Like you have a lot of women in there that are like healers and they mm-hmm. speak in tongues and I believe that a lot of them do have the gift to do that. Um, a lot of people were also faking, which yeah. was like interesting as a kid, like I could kind of sense who was yeah. real and who was faking it and using it for manipulation. But they do kind of have like a a reverence for women, but in like this weird, like this weird way. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: I just wonder, because a lot of times when you have people instilling fear, it's more about power, Mm -hmm. and and then you have this very misogynistic, you know, male-dominated religion that want to keep women down (laughs) and don't want us to be their equal, and this bullshit yeah it
0: was interesting they had you know like my my parents are also very interesting because they they are still practicing christians but to their credit they kind of came out of what i call like the brainwashed christianity mm-hmm. so they're very sincere christians um very kind people they've somehow ditched like all of the judgment and all the baggage and mm-hmm. all that shit that they lucky. had practiced yeah. um but they were married in the 60s in 1968 by a female pastor. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, cool. it was, like, for that time, like, very progressive.
2: That's so interesting. Yeah. So as you have become a, an adult and you're trying to f- separate yourself from that and learn other things about the world, what to you in your home because like I'm really really interested in like this experiencing experiences that you've had in the house. Yes,
1: we want to know what yes. happened what to you. What happened yes. to me? Was the, what the, happened?
0: First, the first experience that I had that I had as an adult in a home was the house that I owned was in a historic district in a downtown area. The house was built in 1905 and when we went in there to do like some work to the house Um, tore a lot of things up it was basically like kind of like a gut job Mm -hmm. and saw like when taking down this wall that inside the wall was a photo it was like an old black and white photo of this man Um, I don't know who he was it was somebody who lived in the house and they buried his photo in this wall and I thought wow that's really interesting but this this guy clearly goes with this house Mm -hmm. and I started to notice once I moved in I had two English bulldogs at the time and my one dog she would like just follow something oh. all the time okay and the boyfriend that i had at that time was like she totally sees that guy like that guy yeah. must be here yeah. and she started barking at him like she'd bark at him a lot and i couldn't see him but i could see that she was seeing him and she would tell him off and <laughs> like she'd go all he mostly stayed downstairs And she would go all over the main floor, just, like, bitching him out all the time. Uh And finally I (laughs) said to her, I was like, look, he lived here before we did. He's not bothering us. We're doing something Uh that, like, is piquing his curiosity. Like, just snap out of it. And she never did it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's so So, funny because animals just have that
0: that sense of, like. They're the best indicator. Like, if you can't see it. But you kind of think there's something if you have an animal, your animal will yeah. confirm to you that that there is. And
1: here you are telling him, "Listen, what? he's he's been here before," and the dog's looking. It's like I don't understand you. Yeah, I, Listen, know you I don't too. know.
0: <laughs> I think she she never did it again. So there's a man. I do think they he hasn't to brought us. us any treats. Yeah, that <laughs> probably was that probably was the problem. So yeah. So then a you know a few years went by, and then I met Xe and I was having like these other kind of experiences where I was. I don't know if I was astral traveling. That's like a whole other. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Rabbit we're going to talk hole. about this this time. <laughs>
2: go for it. But, go <laughs> well. Let's get woo woo as so, it woo 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 woo.
0: So I don't know because I'm, I don't really, I can't tell if it was another timeline that I went to and I came back mm-hmm. or if I astro traveled. And is that the same thing? Like that's still kind of not really clear to me. Okay. So that was kind of, um, one of the things that at the time I was, I met Exie, I was kind of experiencing mm-hmm. and I was starting to realize that I was like talking about quantum physics without really knowing about what quantum physics was, but mm-hmm. I'm a yoga teacher. So okay. like all of that, like woo woo spirituality, we're all connected. It's all energy, blah, blah, blah. Raise your vibration. Like mm-hmm. all of that stuff. So when I met Exie, she came over one night and she was like, "Oh, so who's that guy who's here?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's the guy that's who lives here." That's the friend of the dog. That's right. the guy who lives here. I think he lived in this house, and I don't know, maybe he died here, and we found his picture. And, and I had framed his picture. Oh, oh that's so cool. So I framed his picture that's and I a nice put tribute. it in our front room, and um, like you know, he wasn't bothering us. So, yeah. so then I sold that house and I moved, and there were like other experiences that I had with Exie, but when I moved, it was like this long, kind of convoluted story about how I ended up where I ended up I did not intend to live in the city that I live in now Mm -hmm. and it was only because like my house sold really fast and I tried to buy another house and that fell through because the person that I was trying to buy a house woman was being sued for not honoring a purchase agreement with another buyer and so I really didn't have anywhere to go so I found this one house it was brand new construction Mm -hmm. and it was on the water and I thought well this is great I've never lived on a lake but that'll be really cool but it wasn't on the lake lake it was on the canal but like had never like grown up around lakes and water and stuff so okay. I didn't really I was like whatever it's a lake it's it's yeah. great yeah. Mm-hmm. so I when I went to go see the house I went in there I was with my parents and I said to my dad I was like you know I won't live here very long like I think I'm going to buy this because mm-hmm. it, it's like turnkey it's brand new it's a really nice house it's not going to cause me to like have to do a big project yeah I can just move in but I don't I will not live here longer than two years and I was picking up on something and I didn't know what it was so I moved in and like you get past that original feeling of like you're just busy and distracted by yeah moving mm-hmm. so you're not really like present in the place where you are and as soon as I got to the place where I was present where I was I was like oh this yeah. is bad. Really. I should not be here. Wow. And it was very depressing and at that time too it was like the winter, so um not a lot of sunlight and not, you know, like the cold and gray yeah. and everything yeah. here in Michigan. Yeah. And I was down in this valley and all the fog would collect down like outside of my back door. It was just like this stagnant, awful, terrible place. It was depressing. Really. Wow. I never wanted to be there. My dogs were just like out of sorts So by this time I had different dogs And I had three different dogs Not the ones that I had in the house before And it just sucked Like it was just It just felt bad mm-hmm. And one night I went to bed And I have this little salt lamp That was across the bedroom And the light went on wow. And I was like oh great So I got <laughs> out of bed And I walked over and I turned it off and I walked back and I got in bed. And when I laid back down, it came back on. So I was like, great, this is fucking great. So I get out of bed again. I walk over, I turn it off, I walk back to the bed. Uh And as soon as I lay down, it comes back on again. So so then I'm like, God damn it. They're messing with you. (laughs) So (laughs) mad. (laughs) So mad. So I got up and I walked over and I was like, so then I'm talking to it, this thing. And I can't see them.
2: Okay. Really. Mm-hmm. Like. Did you feel anything? Did you feel a presence?
0: I felt a presence and it was like annoying. Okay. Like it was like a annoying presence. And when I talked to Exie, so I, t- I turned it, I was like, okay, look, we are not doing this. Yeah. Like yeah. you need to get out of my house. So then the next day I texted Exie and she was like, oh, it was an elemental. 'Cause she can remote oh, view. Okay. Oh, yeah. She can remote view and see all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And she said that like the land that the house had built, been built on mm-hmm. had these elementals and okay. it had just come inside the house and just was like fucking with me. Oh okay.
2: and <laughs> like yeah, that makes sense. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. this like, is their land and doesn't matter if the structure's there, they're just gonna be there.
0: Right. So they're just turning mm. on my lights on and off. And then I had um, (laughs) this other experience where I had, um, I have like this, I don't know how I want to say this. So I have a a family member who is no longer here and um, very, very bad blood between this person and I. And I had gone to a medium and I had said to this person because my like my grandma came in and Mm -hmm. all this other stuff and I said well I really don't want to see this person but I want to know if this person is apologetic for what he did to me Mm -hmm. and so he came in and she described that and I was not very satisfied with the outcome of (laughs) of that situation still and I went home that night and in the middle of the night he came in my bedroom window and my heart sat like oh when my you did you just feel that like, I would just die.
1: <laughs> you mean like a full body apparition type deal thing where you could actually his see His energy him? came in. Okay, okay. so but you and
0: I, but I knew his energy okay. and I knew it was this very, very bad, mm-hmm. very awful, yeah. very it wasn't like mischief and it wasn't fun no, and it, it was, was a very uh, violent um this person had assaulted me when I was a child. Mm-hmm. So like this very violent very vile like, thick heavy yeah. energy came in my bedroom Ugh. and it was awful and so then I had to kick him out and there was this whole and so then I talked to Exie about it the next day and she's like don't ever ever even ask about him ever again don't ever let it <laughs> and I didn't know yeah. I was just right. like yeah. you know what who cares like people are coming in and out um and so I didn't really know any better. And she's like, don't ever, like, and what I didn't realize that she was explaining at the time was like, I'm quantumly entangled with this person. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I had over time been able to break that bond. And the minute that I had, like, inquired about right. him, that yeah. I had, like, reawakened that entanglement. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that at the time, but now that right. I know what I know. Yeah. So it was awful. So then I, <laughs> I would be remote- kicking him out of my house from the costco parking lot like i could tell i could tell that he had gone back and like several times tried to go back into my house through my bedroom window and i would be in the costco parking lot in my car screaming at him to get the fuck out of my house and the whole way home so that when i went home i could come into an empty house yeah or a peaceful space your space my space yeah
1: and it's amazing that you couldn't find a way like either black salt or something to Mm -hmm. keep him at that you know to where he couldn't enter the house yeah
0: i had salted the perimeter i had saged i had done Mm -hmm. all of the stuff and i kept having to repeatedly kick him out and then he finally stopped coming in
2: you know what's interesting and this is just a total side note i heard about saging it actually cleanses the space so things can come in I instead heard. of pushing it out, which I really? was like,
0: heard that too. Why
2: do I just learn this
0: at yeah. 50
1: yeah.
2: years old? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, we're going to yeah. have to do a show about that, Joe. Yeah, because
1: yeah, I, I thought maybe the, you know, by you doing it so many times, each time you broke down his energy a little more mm-hmm. and more, and then finally he, he, he didn't have that energy to where he's Sounds very
2: powerful. If he has the knowledge and the and the will to be able to, Go where he wants to. Yeah, it That's was very, scary.
0: very bad. And it's so, like, I, I don't want to, like, mix up our conversation with, like, too much stuff. But, like, my grandfather and my grandmother are often with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, he had not, like, been there that night because ah, okay. I had talked about all of yeah. this with Exie. And it's funny because Exie will see my grandfather all the time. Oh, wow really? And he'll talk to her and, like, show up at stuff and be like... <laughs> hey what's going on (laughs) have you seen stacy lately so like at that particular time he had not been there Mm -hmm. and um it was just it was very interesting to to kind of experience it in such a um persistent
2: yeah why did it come at that point yeah because you brought him up
0: yeah right
2: some of those things you just got i just yeah put in the you know never gonna talk about it never gonna Mm -hmm. mention that name Hi, girls. (laughs) Some friends are walking by. Um, But, yeah, you know, that's so interesting. Now, do you feel like you have any um, gifts or some people don't like the word gifts, abilities? Or do you think these people are just tied to you? Or do you feel like maybe you have some kind of ability that maybe you haven't opened yourself up to or explored?
0: I think we all have it.
2: I yeah, think everybody
0: fair. has it. Mm-hmm. Um, so after all of that happened w- with those experiences at the house, the house just felt bad. And I started getting really sick. Oh. Um, so I ended up getting an autoimmune disorder. Oh, wow. um, I had a bulging one eye. Oh. So it was like it was a lot of like emotional and cognitive stress. I was miserable in that house. I could not sleep. It was a terrible, awful experience. And so I decided, like, I am moving. So I, when I said I wasn't going to live there for two years, I yeah. was right. I didn't live there for six months. Wow. So I ended up um, finding a house around the corner, which was so funny because <laughs> I was like, I don't even want to live in this town anymore. <laughs> right, right. This was before I met James and Dana. I didn't have any friends. I had left all of my friends, like, on the other side of town. I was the only one who moved that far west. Mm-hmm. I was just out, and that was not helpful either, right? Like, you're just away from your network and your support circle of people. And I just felt so alone and so depressed And that, like, pooling of whatever it was would, like, pool. And it was interesting because once I sold the house, everybody who came over after that was like, whew, I am glad you don't live there anymore because Mm -hmm. every time I would come over, I would turn the corner. And it really was. You would turn the corner and start to go down this hill, and you would just feel it. It would just... It was just like oh, smack man. you in yeah. the face.
1: I was just was thinking that energy was I w- when you were talking about that. I was thinking the same thing. How you were talking about how the fog would stay down there, the yeah. cold would stay down there. It was always dark because of the shadows. And that. and when you were talking about that, that's exactly what I was thinking. Is it was down. Yeah. Where like. It's it was like, like a lower moral. energy levels, like and
2: pulling yeah. you down. Right.
0: Yeah. The whole thing was like this bowl of death, and so then I like arrived at this conclusion because the other thing that was weird to me was that like, why are there so many accidents on 23? Mm-hmm. I was like, now this is my main highway that I have to drive on all yeah. the time. Yeah. I used to where I used to live, I never really had to drive on the freeway. I could kind of get around just mm-hmm. everywhere I went in side streets. So like I would ride, you know, 275 or 696. I would drive on those. But my only option at this location was U.S. 23. And it was like there would be a closure, 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 like multi-car, pile-up, overturned semis. I'm like, what is the problem? This thing is basically like a bowling alley. It's a straight line. Just in
1: that little stretch. It's what, three or four miles, straight line?
0: Between Brighton and Ann Arbor, it's just this absolute... just depth stretch. Yeah. I don't drive on it. I try to not drive on it. Yeah. Um, But I mean, you had said that you found some articles. Yeah, I mean,
1: I've got articles here from July 8th. Um, man dies in a fatal crash. Uh, man, was, man was struck and killed Tuesday by a semi-truck while he was walking on the expressway.
2: Okay, first of <laughs> right, all, people, yeah. let's do um, a PSA. Please don't walk on the expressway. Another an one, Uber.
1: December of the same year. Fatal crash right outside Brighton. Uh, Michigan man dies on State Route 23 right outside Brighton. Um, let's see. It doesn't say what he... He was hit by another semi-truck. And then the third one I have, it's Saginaw man dies on a motorcycle uh-huh. from being rear-ended on July. So right in the same time frame.
2: Right. Yeah. And they had, like same, cluster.
0: Yeah yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: These All these people. And they're, so they're strange accidents. It's not like somebody just lost control like this one he was rear-ended while i was riding a motorcycle
0: right yeah on a moving freeway yeah it's very bizarre and so one night i had happened to go into like our neighborhood restaurant i'm sitting at the bar and i usually don't do that and um i'm sitting next to this guy and he starts making small talk with me and he's a Trucker and he's like, oh yeah, twenty three is the worst. You know, it was built on Indian barrel grounds. And I was like, well there you go. Well, I don't that know, that know if that's true, but that would explain a lot. Like, yeah. if that's yeah. really it true, it probably
2: is because, you know, everywhere in this area, like Michigan, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Indiana, this was all Native yeah. American land, mm-hmm. right? And white man just came in and plowed right through it. They didn't care if there was. You know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that could make very perfect sense because the Native American culture is so tied to the land. They have a spiritual connection. And everything is, their spirits are in the earth, in the air, in the wind, in the, you -hmm. know, the dirt.
0: Right. So, it's and then very possible. with
1: the elementals that all kind of was mixes
0: just together. I going to say that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and my house like whatever that. So they had knocked down whatever had been there, but that land was very yeah. rich with whatever. Yeah. With whatever <laughs> Did is Did she ever say
2: what type of
0: elemental it was? She she like alluded that it was like a very style, like a very light kind of like uh, kind of mischievous, like mm-hmm. not like mm-hmm. a heavy...
2: Well, people don't understand. The fairies aren't these little like oh, Tinkerbell yeah. things. Uh-huh. They're almost like little evil gnomes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know, yeah. like um, they, they're they destructive and they like mischief and they want people to be hurt.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very f- mischievous yeah. and very, it was very annoying and f- I was very like they wanted me to know. So finally I had just unplugged it. I was like, fine, fuck you. I'm unplugging this light. I'm going to bed. Get the fuck out of my (laughs) house. Yeah. Right. So it's funny, like talking about this stuff. I'm like very aware that other people that I know would just be like, you're talking to nobody. It's so funny because it feels so normal when you go through it. Yeah, yeah it's
1: like you're not talking to nobody. You're talking about I'm talking talk- to a, an <laughs> right. entity that's there, but that's you just house. can't see it. Yeah. And yeah. the thing about the fae the folk, they call it, is a lot of people will disappear because they went into the realm that they say of the oh, fae folk. Yeah. And there's another thing that they that said that is done is they'll actually replace people. Like they'll go and there's stories of... People being abducted by the fairies Mm. and being replaced by bundles of grass or something like that. Oh, interesting! And to the person, to the parent, that bundle of grass still looks like their kid. It's put in their mind that that bundle of grass still looks like their kid. Oh, wow! And then when somebody comes up, say, "What's that bundle of grass?" They're like, "What are you talking about?"
0: Oh, interesting! You know, that's
1: that's legends. I don't know if it's true or not, but that's legends that is told out there. And you know, we talk about the fae folk and we talk about the different elementals and. They're not, like Jen said, they're not happy little...
0: They're fuckers. Yeah. Yes. They're fuckers for sure. <laughs> yeah. So to answer your question, like I think everybody has this ability. I think that we're... Because we're all energy and that mm-hmm. is all energy. So going back to like the quantum physics or the quantum mechanics or the entanglement of it all... We were only created or evolved, because I know people view that differently, Mm -hmm. to see 4% of matter. Yeah. So what is the 90, it's actually less than 4% of matter. So what is the other 96% that we don't see? Right. Well, it's energy, it's there, and we're interacting with it either inadvertently or with intention. Right. So what I'm currently, like, really focusing on and really playing with now is, like, how can I interact with the field in a very intentional manner? And when you start doing that, shit gets nuts. And it's so fun and it's so exciting. <laughs> <laughs> we love it. Because you start to see, like, you, we are creating all of this. Right. Every single thing we're creating at all, which mm-hmm. I think is also why people are very afraid of it, because they don't want to believe that they're co-creating. Or creating their entire existence. Right. Because then if you took responsibility for that. Yeah. Exactly. Then what would that be?
1: It's like the butterfly effect. Mm -hmm. A butterfly could flap its wings in Nebraska and the wind would change, change, change. And then, you know, it's the butterfly effect. Every single thing you do has an effect on something. Right. And whether it may change for good or bad, you don't know until that happens.
0: Mm Yeah, and, and that's it, why you
1: put out the positive intentions.
0: Right. Yeah. And it, I think it's really exciting. So if people would not be afraid of this and they would realize, like, I'm just pure energy, you're pure energy, we're light, we go back to light, like, they're all saying the same thing. Like, mm. all of the religions, all of the yoga people, all of the physicists, like, they're all saying the same things. They'll deny certain elements of the same story but they're really mm-hmm. not totally denying it we're all saying the same thing right and everybody has the ability to do this yeah. and to me i think that that's really exciting and some people like we said are really afraid of it but if you open your mind up to the possibility of it all and if you start interacting with it with intention um i think what happens when you don't know what you're doing you can open yourself up to stuff that you do not want to so when all of this yeah. was going on in the background, I said to Exi, "I'm like, I don't want any more of this. I don't yeah. want to be able to do this anymore. I don't want to be able to see this stuff. I don't want to be able to travel. I don't want, like, I don't want to have these experiences." And she was like, "Well, you can't just have the good experiences. Right. You can't just have the experiences with your dog and your grandpa. Like these, these parts of my life who had passed on and right. made their transition mm-hmm. to the other side." I wanted to have my experiences with them but I didn't want to have these other experiences right. and she was like that's not how it goes yeah. you, you either have them or you don't Right. and so I think for a long time it's been about four years where I was like fuck that I don't want any of those experiences anymore <laughs> and now it's been okay like I live in a new house now and that's been interesting too because mm-hmm. I had a friend who had come to pet sit my dogs she had two children that she they were twins they miscarried and she had just made contact with them through Axie okay. and she had come that next week to stay at my house and she was there for i think 3 days and then she went home and i came home that night i went to bed and in the morning i woke up and the reason i woke up was woke up was because the television came on wow and I was like, "Oh, okay, guys, you got to go home. Your mom's not here like yeah. I realized that uh-huh. like they had come to be with her, Aww. and I was like, Oh, she's not here anymore, sorry, you have to leave yeah. so I've only had like a couple things like that. There's something in there that comes in there sometimes that my other dog she barks at she and this dog never barks, she doesn't bark uh. at anything. She barks at this, and I don't know who or what it is. Mm-hmm. I can't see it um before I moved out of the last house, <laughs> I ha- I was moving, and I was cleaning all the stuff out of the house, and I'm packing everything, and I was downstairs, and I heard upstairs the TV come on, mm. and by that, I was, like, done. I was yeah. done with that house. I was it's done with like- all the shit in that house, and I went upstairs, and I just started screaming and, like, kicking it out of the house, and I texted Exie. I'm like, who is it? I'm so tired of this. Who is it? And she's like, it was your grandma. Oh, jeez. Uh, grandma. Like, oh sorry i told my grandma grandma. i was
1: screaming at you yeah yeah. but at that point i was so mad i just want to watch tv that's (laughs) all i
0: I wanted to to judge judy was on okay (laughs) i like kicked her out of my house so i mean i don't know if those kind of like experiences are interesting to your audience to me they feel very like i think
1: i I think that the situation with like your grandmother i think she understood (laughs) what the heck was going on because She, she knew that you couldn't see her Right. Yeah, and she just wanted to watch TV.
0: Yeah, and, she, and her intention was like, I'm just here. I know this has been hard for you, and and she had come in a couple other times, and so the times that I do think I can see, I know I can see them because I can tell they come in a dream, okay. but the dream is different. Yeah. yeah. So there, that's how I see them. I can sense them. So one time I had gone to um, a psychic fair. Exie was not there but I was there with another friend and it was at the Stone School I don't know where it's that from. sounds familiar that sounds a really hours familiar away me, yeah. yeah it was like a haunted school or something and um, I had gone with a friend and she had gone to get a reading from somebody and I just was walking around and all of a sudden I was looking on each side and I was just saying no so I'm walking around this thing by myself talking uh-huh. to no one and I'm just saying no, 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 no and so i <laughs> is this <laughs> and so then i'm like you need to get away from me get away from me but i couldn't see anything mm-hmm. and so after my friend i was getting really antsy for my friend to finish up with this uh reading that she was doing and i'm like what is going on in this place like who what is this place and she was like wow well, there was a um there was a old janitor here and there's like some other activities and like I guess the janitor had been storied to be um, like a child molester and I was like, a lot of energy. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of energy. And that was particularly meaningful to me because I had been molested by this uncle as a mm-hmm. child. And so it was like this very empowering experience for me to say no to a child molester, even right. though they like, weren't alive anymore. Right. Um,
1: <laughs> but that's a good thing, though. It was really yeah.
0: cool. So by this, But I couldn't like shake. He was following me all through this thing. And finally he went up. There was like a balcony. It was really weird. It was more like a church than it was like a school. And he was up in this balcony. I was just looking over there. And I'm like, get away from me. And I'm pointing at at nothing, right? Like, nothing is there. I'm like, I don't like you. Get away from me. Don't look at me anymore. And then we left, and I called Exie, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, yeah, it's like this child molester guy who was in the school. And I started, I'm like, okay, I wanted, I didn't see him, but I want to describe him to you. And Uh And I don't understand how I can describe something I didn't see. Right. But I did describe him, and I described him. The only thing I was wrong about was the color of his shirt. Wow! So it's so odd that like we all have these abilities, and you think that you can't see something, but you can kind of see it. Yeah. And I still don't really understand. Well, it's because how we're works. we're
2: like this all the time. We have our face in yeah. our phone, and we're not ex- we're not opening ourselves up to what is around us, right? Mm-hmm. We just want to put our blinders on. We want to play on our phone, and that's it. We mm-hmm. just don't. I mean. Ha- I mean, think about it. Like, how many times do you just go outside and just stare up in the sky and look? Right. What? You know, you. nobody ever does that. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's this. The right. Whole Which <laughs> is I'm, a I'm huge problem. I'm guilty, too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But I'm and trying that's... to make a conscious effort to, like, when I'm home, like, try to get away from the phone a little bit so I can open myself up to, like, okay, who's in my house today, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Who's knocking on the wall? <laughs> right. Right? Whose yeah. shadows coming? Joe and I when we're trying to podcast Mm
1: -hmm. you know and I think that experience that you had with him though maybe he was sent to you so you could heal a little bit by Mm -hmm. telling him go away go
0: away yeah Mm -hmm. it was a really cool experience because I was like wow I never got to be able to say that when I was a Mm six-year-old kid I never got to tell this person that so that was like a really it was one of the good experiences instead Mm -hmm. of feeling like oh this is like a gross experience and it all got kind of like jumbled up there at the end and Mm -hmm. I think I needed time to come away from it and realize like what I've been working on now which is like all of like the science part of it instead of the spirituality part of it and I think a lot of that too is like my baggage from being a kid so growing up in this environment where it was so scary all the time it's demons it's going to hell it's Mm -hmm. god's gonna judge you god's gonna get you there's not god like all of that was very heavy and very frightening yeah and so and also like very off this was all very off limits like you don't ever conjure you don't ever channel you don't ever see a medium you don't ever do this stuff because it's all so bad so i think i needed time to be able to realize like Oh, this is all science. Right. <laughs> it's all science. Sure. It's all energy. We're all entangled. We're all, like, in this place where we could be so much and we could be right. infinite possibility. Um, the phones are really interesting, like, how you brought that up. So, basically, our phones, we've re like we've reverse engineered all of our abilities. Yeah, for sure. So, we naturally have the ability to be telepathic. But we don't ever use that ability anymore because we're texting, we're social media, we're connecting. There's so much clouded up in here. You
2: need clarity. Right. You need to get out in the woods. Yeah, exactly. And clear your mind and And ground yourself. I just
1: talked about that um, a couple of days ago about how people are not sleeping anymore. Right. That's a big deal. Because they're looking at their phone and when our ancestors, when it became dark out. Yes. The melatonin in the brain said it's time to go to sleep. Yes. With the phone in there, it's sending light in your eyes, and your brain is going, it's still late daylight. Yeah. Yeah. And it still takes three hours for that melatonin to kick in Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and put you to sleep.
0: Right. Do you know who Dr. Courtney Hunt is? No. Mm -hmm. She's like my current like hero inspiration like goddess figure she's amazing so mm-hmm. she is a former OBGYN gyn in phoenix arizona and i found her on this podcast called the black pill mm-hmm. i love to listen to the black pill because it's a, they call it um conspirituality so oh, it's really? like spirituality with conspiracy and they like love that. talk about crop circles and all this stuff their theory about the crop circles is that they actually come up from the ground really? instead of being really like, yeah it's very interesting So um, they have all these different guests and she was on their podcast and there was nothing about her podcast necessarily that I, I don't know why inside I was like, I am going to binge this woman's content because there was really nothing about the element the elements of the interview that like normally I would latch on to like that, but I'm really, something about it made me be like, this woman knows I have to listen <laughs> to this woman. And so she stopped being an OBGYN. She had hyperthy- hypothyroid Hashimoto's, which is what I have. Yeah. And she healed herself from that and through like ketosis and all of the like therapeutic levels of ketosis, but also um, by studying physics and realizing that we're quantumly entangled with the sun. Mm -hmm. So it's like started this huge obsession for me with the sun because she's always talking about like you have to get up. You have to watch the sunrise because the sunrise tells you to put your melatonin away. So if you so our ancestors, they were waking up with the sun. Mm -hmm. They were in the sunshine all day hunting, doing all the things that they were doing. Then they would come home at night, be by the campfire. They'd go to bed. Yeah. When the sun went down because the sun told them to take the melatonin back out, put your melatonin back on go into your cave or whatever and go to sleep you don't stay up all night by the fire because the animals will come get you like it is this very natural cycle of life (laughs) based on the sun and because we evolved as like mitochondria from the sun like so she's got this whole thing where we're entangled with the sun so that's like my current like hero that I'm like loving to listen to her and so she stopped being an OBGYM because she realized that when she was doing overnight deliveries mm-hmm. it was just fucking up her whole system because she wasn't getting yeah. any sleep and she wasn't getting any um any of this therapy from the sun. Totally out of like the rhythmic cycles yeah. of how we're supposed to be. And so she talks all about this and how when like our brain is a receiver and we clean our receiver like how much more energy you're able to pick up from the field. So an exa- so your dreams yeah. start to go like off the charts. Yeah. And so I had a dream about a month ago, I went to bed and I have this dream where the colors were super vivid And my friend was in this dream, and he, in the dream, he was moving, and we were in this moving van, and I, we were in the middle of nowhere, and I told him, like, stop, stop the car, we have to get out, we have to look at the sky. So we, in my dream, get out of the car, we look at the sky, see all these constellations, and the colors were, like, deep, deep, like, blue, and purple, and black, and just really vibrant. Mm -hmm. And I woke up in the morning, and I'm saying to myself, Arturo, Arturus, Arturo, Arturus, And I didn't know what that meant. And I couldn't stop saying to myself these Uh two words that meant nothing to me. And all day, I'm like, what does this mean? So then I dropped the Arturus because I was like, that makes no sense to me. But maybe Arturo is a person. And so then I Googled constellation and Arturo. And it came up with Arcturus, which is the second brightest star Mm -hmm. in our galaxy. And it's the brightest star in this constellation called Boots or Booties, B O O T E S. Okay, I like that constellation. I like Booties. And so, like, so here I've been like totally obsessed with the sun, and I'm dreaming about constellations. But in my dream, I learned the name of a star that I have never heard of before. And it's the second so brightest star in the solar system. It's all, it, and the only reason it's not brighter than the sun uh-huh. is because it's older than the sun and it has more mass than the sun. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> like, where is this information coming from? It's coming from the field.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, who knows? You could, that could have been. You could lived on a planet that s- circled that sun never
0: billions know. of years you ago, right? It could have been
2: another lifetime. It could have been. You know, an astral plane that you flew through. it just don't It know. was really cool. Don't it you? was really cool. Like, I love living life, and, I, you know, I don't want to go anywhere soon, but how amazing is it going to be when we do finally pass on and we go on to that other round of all the mysteries of the universe? Like,
0: right. I do I, want off this timeline. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to be on this one
1: Yeah. Either. Then I, you I don't have, want, I, then I, don't, I want off this one. I look at that and I look back and I'm like, well, wait a minute. World, World, World War Two was bad. Then we, before that, the the Mongols were killing everybody. And mm-hmm. I'm like, when was it good, you know? Right. Like, right.
0: Yeah, kind when of we cool. lived on Mars, you know? Right. A little bit of, I tell my boyfriend all the time, I'm like, we are not getting better. We <laughs> We're Just as <laughs> that a species, that. we are not yeah. getting better. The people 5,000 years from now... I I don't even want to know. Right. We're not getting better. We're not improving.
2: yeah, it's a it's very sad time. And it really is. It is like it could be so great. Mm-hmm. Like if we all like cared more about the planet, cared more about each other.
1: Hugged Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
2: right.
0: Right. Right. Cradle him (laughs) like a little
2: tiny baby. (laughs) dropped all
0: the fear because it's all fear. So I believe that the most destructive human emotion is fear. It's the most powerful emotion. I think it's the most destructive emotion because if you can really scare somebody, you run it all. Oh yeah. Like you run the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And if people are so afraid, and that's why we're not connecting to our light, and that's not why we're not connecting to our source, and. Courtney Hunt also talks about how like, because of our devices and they're so good at pattern recognition and we spend our entire existence on these phones and on these screens, we're giving all of our psychology to these devices so they're better at pattern recognition than we are. They're building AI off of what we're putting in as data in the cloud. So that's terrifying.
1: I mean, think about this. How often do you think of something and then you look at your phone and there's yeah. an ad for it?
0: Yes. Not All even speaking. Right. Not even talk it out yeah. loud. All I mean, the time. All the time. Because it's always <laughs> so listening. Scary. Like because it's our this is our pet AI. Each one of us has a little pet called yeah. AI. Yeah. And we're giving it the information. we so when we and it's here now. Like this is not a matter of like yeah. a thousand years from now when there's AI. We have AI here, and they've shown, like, if you give the um, AI Jesus, the King James Version of the Bible, it comes back with a very, very ugly personality. Yeah.
1: But on the other hand, too, think of the good things that have come out of this technology. I mean, we hold a phone in our hand that has 10 times the amount of power that it did when they sent people to the moon. Oh, can we and talk about that? We can find some. <laughs> maybe on the next one... <laughs> Because we're running out of time, <laughs> That's okay. but me and you are going to talk a lot about not that. A fan of the moon we're going to be one of these days. We're going to be on the <laughs> boat, and we're just going to start talking. <laughs> I about better
2: that. bring a recorder, Joe. I yeah, do not waterproof hate. it.
1: But Stacey, we want to thank you so much yeah, for coming we appreciate it. on. Yeah, you uh, sharing your so story with
2: us. is amazing, Thanks. and it was really I wish fun. you all the best. And hopefully, you don't have to move fourteen hundred times don't. more I'm, in your lifetime. Now good.
0: Everything is good.
1: Well. If you do move, I want your house because you. that's we talk. Me and Dana talk about it all the time. And it's
0: a pocket, though. Yeah, it's but small.
1: It is, but you know, it's the best house on the lake. I think. Uh, well, thank you. I, I do, It feels very safe there. Yeah, I
0: really feel very good there. So, okay. thank good. you. Appreciate
1: it. All right. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. We're gonna leave with some dead in five. Devil white devil. Who's in the audience tonight, right in front of us? <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 all right.
1: Thanks, everyone.
2: Take care, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you next week.